In today's world, it is confusing and difficult to obtain the necessary things to ascend. I would like to share with you my inner circle and team where we are all consciously ascending. Through health, wellness, nutrition, and financial means, there is no boundary or limit that my team can't achieve. Upgrade your network, upgrade your health, upgrade your finances. Healthy mind, healthy body, healthy soul. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Ascension Show. So glad to have you here. Hope you're having a great day so far. Today, I've got my good friend, my business partner, Matthew, on the show. I've been really looking forward to having this conversation, and uh, we finally got it together. I think divine timing is working in our favor, but nonetheless, we're here. Matthew, why don't you give us a quick little introduction about yourself? What's up, gang? I am uh, a junior currently going to University of Arizona, um, living in Tucson. I currently um, have 300,000 followers on TikTok um, on the basis of spirituality, self-improvement, um, health, all that good stuff, everything you guys are here for, basically. Um, and I'm 20 um and yeah yeah i guess i'm just a soul like floating around in a body right now talking to steven you guys are listening and we're here awesome bro yeah i, I like how you said that we're just a soul floating around and like a body i really have become as i become like more on the self-improvement journey and like i've really gotten in touch with like the spiritual side you really begin to notice that you are a spiritual being in a physical material realm you're occupying a material body um, and it really helps you kind of understand like the circle of life, at least from what I've experienced. I'm not sure about you. Yeah, for sure. That's I, I 100% believe that we are souls here and we're learning. The more and more I go through this earth stuff, the more and more I realize that it's just a curriculum and we're all just mm. here to learn. We chose to be here. And um, we'll come back if if we don't if we don't learn everything we need to do and go through all our karma. Um, I, I firmly believe that. Yeah, you hear a lot of near death experiences and they talk about like going up and meeting beings and these beings like display their current physical, you know, circumstance. And they're like, OK, well, what have you done? They, that's what they ask. They say, what have you done? And you think about all of like the, the material things you've done. Well, I started a business and I have this wonderful family, but like they never considered the spiritual side. Oh, well, they, you know, they never say, okay, well, I found God and I've dedicated my life to, you know, serving that. Um, and that's when they're like launched back into their body and they're given like a second chance to like redo some things and to make better and so, you know, that has been something I contemplate a lot too. It's like, well, what have I done? And I try not to think about so much in a physical material perspective, rather a spiritual side. And, you know, when you can get focused on that, then you really get to focus in on your purpose and your purpose is fulfilling God's purpose in a way. And you're like a vector of that purpose. And that purpose also serves you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you can think about it like we are all God experiencing itself. We all started from the one, right? And as well, we are energy. Energy, uh, if you look at 
physics in general, energy cannot be created or destroyed. Mm -hmm. So we are everything and we are God trying to figure this out, trying to experience. Maybe there is no purpose. Maybe there is no goal. Maybe we're just here to experience. And so while, while you stress about all these things and um, go through, you know, negativity and all these things, you could just be experiencing. Yes. And, and like your experience is kind of curated based on your own internal experience, right? So the, every thought process that you have and kind of um, premeditated feelings towards yourself and then the way things happen will will in turn create the reality. So I had a conversation today with someone about like the mind over matter or the matter over mind discussion, like how, you know, reality is real and like we have this physical stuff that goes on and, you know, it's really matter over mind or there's the mind over matter concept where like it's not that nothing's real, but like everything can kind of be constructed based on your like projection onto reality. So in this sense, there's more freedom in the way that you can really dictate your feelings towards things. So, I mean, um, you, you know, everyone has probably heard the term, like you can create your reality and that's really practical when you understand the mind over matter concept, which I think is a term that's also thrown around a little too loosely. Yeah. If you look at, I mean, consciousness, nobody knows what the hell consciousness is. Mm. When you meditate, you tap into it, you tap into your soul, you tap into everything that is. Um, you get rid of the I, you get rid of the ego, which is of this material realm, and you sink back into your soul, your consciousness, what is everything, what is the matrix. So, and if you go into law of attraction and all these uh, different things, you you do realize that you can create your reality with the, your energy, with your intention. That's how powerful consciousness is. Yes. And in terms of like, you know, quote, manifesting in the law of attraction, I think when people have a general idea of what they want to manifest and what they want to attract in their timeline, they attach a lot of importance to it. And they also have are short sighted and they have tunnel vision with it. Like they're trying to manifest a lot of money and they want that to come quick and they want that to come this way and they want it to do that. But Instead, it's going to happen a different way, and it's going to be so sub subliminal that you don't even realize it. I like to give this example in terms of um, manifesting. Well, I have two, actually. So at the beginning of the year, you know, obviously, we all have our New Year's resolutions that we want to do, and we have goals that we want to set for ourselves. And so two of the things I wrote down was to move pain-free. What do I mean by that? I was dealing with the, like a knee issue that just lingered for too long. And um, I just wanted to like, you know, move pain-free. Number two was to start an online business and to make money from this online business. And so over the course of the year, the first thing that happened was I tore my ACL. That is the complete opposite of moving pain-free. I had to get surgery. I had to be on crutches for four weeks. I couldn't move. I couldn't train my jiu-jitsu. But what am I doing now? I am now back on the mats training jiu-jitsu and guess what? I'm working with online coaches and their organization is called Move Pain Free. Number two, I started an online business this year with an organic superfood company, which is how I know Matthew. And, 
you're I'm getting mentorship from people who are check certified and have platforms on social media and it's basically the encompassing thing that I want to embody and it was subliminal right I I like the organic food I like the superfoods and I like online business well I got both of that in one and I didn't even realize it until like not too long ago I was like holy shit like I manifested this that's great man that's great because I and I can see it in my life too if you ever heard uh I think it's like some old Chinese story where I don't I, I'm not going to say the entire thing because but the basis of it is that um everything just happens the way perfectly how it's supposed to and your three-dimensional brain may not understand exactly how it's unfolding but when you look back you'll start to see the patterns and the synchronicities they're all there trust me the people you meet the the numbers you see the signs you see they're all a part of some type of higher uh, being, higher consciousness, that if you tap into that, um, you start to tap into that energy and, and you see more synchronicities. And then that's, that's, I think, when you start creating a reality, is when you act on these synchronicities, you act on these the, your, your higher uh, purposes. That's when yeah. real manifestation is. It's not like, please, can I get a million dollars? It's acting on what's what's supposed to be for you. Yeah, there's a level of action that's required for this manifesting. But when you, right, when you're in tune with this kind of consciousness and this energy, and you're aware of the, the, the action and the activities that this energy is purporting onto you, you can really take action and let it be your guide in the things that you need to do. Um, it's very it, it's resonant with intuition because intuition is coming from your soul, your heart. In the book Reality Transurfing, it's called the rustle of the morning stars. Listen for the rustle of the morning stars, and when you listen to that, you know you can be tapped into that energy, and it's really all about awareness. You have to let go and let things happen because you have to understand. Like once you decide that you want this thing, you have to believe that it's already happened, and you just allow it to happen. And that's what Jesus said, right? Pray for it and believe that you have received it and you will receive it. That's what he says. He's basically telling you that you can manifest things. And I think it's important to really take that to heart. Yeah, man. In the beginning was the word, your word. <laughs> so if we, if we even think about having our thoughts, our words, they, they are energy. Think about how little of the spectrum of the universe we can see it's pro i think it's like 0 0.0033 something like that we can only see visible light we can only hear like a tiny percentage of what reality is so how could we possibly understand what is actually happening here we we can't and a lot of times when you think pain is 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 inherently bad it's not at all it's just uh, you learning it's your soul learning and so the way the way to do it is 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 eastern philosophy is Wu way just being just surrendering to to the present moment to the higher consciousness yeah and when you can surrender there's lots of freedom in that because you let go of your own will to impose your expectations on reality like when you attune yourself to this frequency and to this energy and you have certain 
visualization set for yourself, that's going to be fulfilled if you just keep in tune with that and you and you really surrender yourself to the process. There's lots of there's lots of rewarding things that go on in this process as well, and lots of personal growth, like you said, the pain that comes from it, and that pain is just kind of your ego being shocked into a, a stage of growth, right? You can choose to grow, you can choose to like soak in the pain, and there's so much to be learned, and there's so much to experience that that you know when you become aware of this, that's what you want to achieve. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this begs the question then, Matthew, how did you get started on this journey? How did you get started on the self-improvement journey? Like, how did you get started with the spirituality? I'm, I'm curious to know. Well, I am always learning. And so right. actually a couple of months ago, I thought that my spiritual awakening happened like three years ago when I started like spontaneously getting into health, getting into energy, getting into these things. But now I believe that it started when I first got here and mm. whatever, whatever the higher power leading my life chose the, that moment for me to wake up. Um, because I think if it shows anything earlier, I may have been scared or I may have been um, just not ready in general. So looking it's good to look back and retrospect about your life, looking back um, there were just certain things that that it would put in my face. Like as a kid, I, I really loved nature and animals, and it would it it just perfectly set me up to um, just open up and wake up to what what this actually is and ask questions. Most importantly, and I think um, that's really how it started. And it's 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 always growing now. I'm still a fool. I I don't know anything. And I will never know anything because if I yeah. do know everything, then there's nothing else to learn. That's right. It's always, it's like, you know, there's never, you can never reach that destination. You'll reach like a destination, but there's always another one to go to. And I wanted to bounce back and say, it was, dude, it was beautiful when you said, you know, you, you, your journey started when you first got here. And that's, that was such an aha moment for me because I can go back to a time and say, yeah, well, I started my self-improvement journey when, you know, X happened, or, you know, I started looking into this, I started doing this, but dude, you're so right. Like your journey starts when you get here and it, you know, you're doing, you, you're going about life and you're doing the, the things that were built for you. So you're like going to school and maybe you're playing a sport and you have friends that you hang out with, but then there's this point of realization, right? There you, you have to you feel like you have to improve and people people talk about that point in realization but you're right it's the it's the whole thing that's your journey and that's where your journey started when you came here and that dude that was an aha moment for me yeah that's i mean that's what we're here for we're talking to each other to others to learn um and expand our consciousness and that's, yeah that's, that's why we're here yeah and and the more you realize like why you're here, it's like, okay, so I'm, I'm at this level of consciousness or this level of, you know, spiritual advancement for lack of a better term. And then you realize like why you're here. It's like, oh, I need to help people in my physical reality do the same and, and not even physical reality, but on the phone, right? You have this knowledge that you have to share with people because it's so liberating to know this and you feel good. And people are aware of that, right? 
when you're aware of everything that's going on, you have a high consciousness and you're spreading good vibes, you know, to the people around you and on the internet, people take notice since even since I started doing this, like on, you know, a more public scale with the social media, people have just told me flat out, like, I love the stuff that you're doing, man. Like people that I look, look up to people that I didn't talk to for years. And then you, you have a greater sense of purpose and it's fulfilling because you're, you're helping people in the most important way. I, I would like to add something to that point. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I, I tried to really hard to wake people up, to try and get people yeah. to, to be where I was at, to see from the perspective that I am at. And I realized pretty quickly that that does not work. You can't force people into awakening. It has to happen naturally for them. They are experiencing their karma. They have to go through that before they can realize themselves. And so did you before you realized yourself. So what Ramdas says is you should just be a place where people can come up for air if they want to. So what he means by that is be in your soul, be, be consciousness. So when they step into your aura, they feel that. And maybe just maybe that will cause them a little bit of awakening, a little bit more consciousness, but forcing people to wake up, forcing it onto people or, or even, you know, anything like that. It doesn't work. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I mean, I probably should have mentioned that because you can't force someone to, to, you know, wake up, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. Right. And I, I spend time and energy trying to do this, you know, with my family, with some of my friends and people with just general people and some people aren't ready for it. Right. And that's not a bad thing. There's just got, they're dealing with their own stuff. And like you said, they have their own karma, but something I've been trying to embody myself since I realized like I can't force people to see things the way I see them. So something that I've been trying to embody is um, leading by example. And by leading by example, you know, you want to be the person in the room that is, you know, being a positive influence on people, whether that be in a spiritual term or in like, you know, you do, you're the one and you're like, okay, I'm going to get up early and go work out. But like the rest of the people in the house aren't going to do that. Or, you know, you're, you're not refusing to eat out, but you're going to eat later. You're going to make your own food, right? That That is worth more than trying to convince people of the way you think, because people are going to notice that and people aren't going to forget that, right? One thing that I always um, reference to is like, if you're in a social setting, especially as younger people, I I don't vape, but you know, in a social setting, a lot of people do. And usually I'm the only person that's not doing it. And even when it's off, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good, man. And, and then there's like lots of power in that, especially if I used to, but I stopped. And then once I stopped, people noticed that and they're like, oh, oh, he's not doing that anymore. And then like, people will remember that for next time. And I have seen people in like my circle follow my footsteps because I took the, that initiative and led by example. Mm -hmm. Totally. Uh, someone handed Gandhi on a bus, a paper bag, and, and, and they told him to write his most important message. And he, he wrote on the paper bag, my life is my message. So that's mm. all you can really control is your life. Not anyone That's else. Right. 
yeah dude that's that's beautiful man i'm, I'm writing that down right now <laughs> because yeah. because when people like look back and they think about your life and the things that you did and the person that you were like that's what's going to be remembered from what you have especially nowadays with you know social media being a thing you are documenting your life especially if you're taking initiative to put stuff out there you're documenting the things that you're doing you're documenting the thoughts that you have and the experiencing experiences that you have and people look at that and they're like okay so this is who steven is this is who matthew is he he's doing this he's thinking these things he's telling us this stuff and people are going to resonate with it when they're ready and the right people are going to be attracted to you because of the energy that you're putting out you know i i feel like at least from what I've experienced, like when you start to take initiative and put yourself out there, you're going to, that's going to be reciprocated. You're going to find those people. So I think about this with every like group or people that I'm connected with, like jujitsu gym, yoga studio, our, our social circle with the superfoods and like the, the movement coaches I'm working with, like all of that stuff that I put out there, whether it be manifesting or putting like words out there on social media, that was reciprocated back to me because of the energy I was putting out. Exactly right. That's, I mean, that's why we do this. Yeah. Yeah, From man. Bodhisattva is when you dedicate your life to awakening other souls. And like, like we said, you can't do that by forcing, you have to do it by being that consciousness. Yeah. Being, yeah. It's a state of being right. Um, and one thing that's been super helpful for, from my experience in this is living a healthy lifestyle and not just by the foods that I eat, but the qualities and characteristics I embody and the things that I do. All of these things that I put into my lifestyle are optimizing my physical body so that I can lead by example and so that I can help people, you know, ascend their consciousness. And one of the things, one of the major things for me was advancing my health in terms of nutrition. Um, it was very pivotal because like everyone knows the statement, you are what you eat. And once I got serious about that, I really started to make more progress in like my personal fulfillment, my purpose, my mission, and just having a lot of clarity and being able to connect with people in a, in a like-minded way. Because, you know, you can connect with someone on a pretty deep way just because you guys want to eat healthy food. Your body is your temple. So it starts with the body. The body's at the bottom of the pyramid. As long as your body is healthy, then it moves up to mental where, where you start to feel better. Yes. And then that's where you can ascend to the spiritual level where you are inside your body and you are cultivating this energy. But food also gives us energy because everything on the planet is energy. And so yes, dude. Chuck green, um, mineral rich smoothies down your throat every morning. Yeah, dude, those smoothies are lifesaver, aren't they? Yeah, they. It, yeah, I just did a three day fast, and I was that's all. I was at. I drink two of those a day, and holy, I felt so good. And now, now I'm eating again. And I kind of feel like a little bit lower to the ground. I don't know. Yeah, it's like um, because you take that, you take that away, um, right, and you take away that material 
that's what it is the material craving the material satisfaction um, I've personally never done a fast before but not to say I'm not going to yeah so. it's it's definitely the first time you do a three-day fast it's hard it's really hard because you have you have this time a lot of time which which equates to boredom and then you really you really start to feel in your stomach oh I really want food but you can't and gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins so uh, gluttony mm. can a lot of times get in the way of your of your soul's purpose and um so if you don't if you can't control your cravings then you can't control your mind well said man well said um but i, I think when i do fast those green juices are going to be a, a big part of the the fasting no oh yeah yeah, I mean, if, if there's nothing else in your body and you're just throwing that down into your into your stomach, you're you're detoxing your entire body. You're basically replacing your blood and detoxifying your entire body. I'd also recommend doing like I, I had these a couple of detox things from um I forget what it was called. But definitely definitely greens because it's it's literally like basically the same molecular structure as your as hemoglobin your blood so you're 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 just enhancing your entire body and your face will clear up your skin will clear up make sure you get in the sun too because the sun will give you energy um, that you that you're not getting from food yeah get that liquid sunshine in mm -hmm. your cells well it's you can just you can feel the difference when you're drinking it like you feel so much better and that just speaks for the quality and the and the the nutrient denseness of the of the juice right um and it's something like once i started drinking i'm like dude i cannot like go without having this because you can just you feel the difference and um it's it's one of those things like when you have access to it and you are taking in your health seriously you you really begin to double down because of the access that you have to it and like right like you know i think about a lot like I'm very grateful to have not only the opportunity, but the access to have this type of quality of food. Mm -hmm. That's, that's right. The gratitude is a huge piece um, that I forget sometimes. Like some people don't even have access to these things. And yeah. They have, they don't have enough money. They have to eat garbage. Um, and that's sad, but at the same time, there's sad things going on all around the world. There's also beautiful things going all around on all around the world and so it's about finding the middle and 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 enjoying both sides because they're they're the same thing they're two sides of the same coin right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i i'm the same way too like i forget that i need to be grateful for the opportunity to have access to this to you know high quality nutrition um as we were talking about before we press record i was camping this weekend and we were in a very 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 small town in western north carolina and in these small towns it's very hard to find jobs because there's not much going on so there's a lot of poverty and when you go into the town when you're not in nature and camping you really get to see that for what it is it's like it's, it's like a ghost town and you go into like the supermarket because you just want to buy some firewood and you see the conditions that people are in and it i just had a wave of gratitude over over myself because I thought like oh, but I'm grateful that I was given the life that I was given 
because I have this kind of opportunity and I have, you know, this type of life. And some people aren't just, they just don't have that. And it's, it's sad, but you're able to find gratitude in that. And that's, and you can't forget that's their karma too. Right. Them going through that is actually helping them and it's what they need to go through. Yeah. And, and it is sad, like in that moment, but you do realize from a spiritual nature, the karma behind it and the temporary nature of it. Uh, It's, that's something that I've been like trying to integrate into my thinking process is the temporary nature of things. We can get really attached to physical material objects but we need to realize the temporary nature of things. And that's what I mentioned before with the cycle of life. It's, it's really hard to detach yourself from the material and the physical objects. But when you realize the temporary nature of everything, there's liberation in that. Yeah. And even going back to gratitude too, it's, it's funny how the mind always figures something to be wrong. Even if it's a, the tiniest thing, we'll always find something for it, for it to complain about or to manifest itself in, in physical reality because it wants to stay alive. Your ego wants to stay alive. So it has to suffer. It has to experience and attach itself to physical things. And the easiest way to do that is through negative negative things. Right. And I always wonder where those negative things come from, right? You'll be sitting down or you'll be driving. And then all of a sudden you'll have this abrasive negative thought and like, God, like, where did that come from? That's not me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's, that's not who I am. Why am I thinking this? Why did this come up? And when you become aware of your thoughts through meditation or just, you know, just through awareness in general, like you'll really begin to understand, oh, like, like that thought is not from me, but it still came to me. And it seems like it's you, but it's not you. It's like, like you said, it's like your ego attaching to negativity. That's a very profound thing that you just said that you, you experience these thoughts, but they are not you. Mm -hmm. Then who are you really? That's a good question, man. Because then that brings us back to the soul thing, right? So you're that soul, but you're, you're having these thoughts come across your conscious stream that aren't you. But we're led to believe that they are you, that they're a part of you. And people get attached to these thoughts because, like I said before, they're attached to that physical material object. So they get attached to these thoughts because they think that they're them. And then that's where we have some problems with mental health because you get attached to these negative thought patterns and you don't know how to dissociate from it because it's not taught to us. And your negative thought patterns are... Well, your thought patterns in general are hijacked by your, um, I don't want to say indoctrination, but <laughs> there's no better term to say. So it's just this like cycle of, you know, building upon negativity and things that are descending us rather than ascending us. Yeah. And a lot of it's trauma, a lot of it's past mm. life stuff. And um, if you if you identify with these things, then they you, you will be them. You will be the negativity. You will be the suffering. Um, but if you want to transcend that, then you will you will meditate and you will you will find yourself behind those thoughts and right. you'll watch them like clouds. That's I mean that's exactly what I would say too. It's like the first thing you should do 
is sit in stillness and in silence and allow that thought stream to come across. And that's literally like clouds. Like you couldn't have said that better. It's like a clouds, or you can even say like a river of thoughts coming across and you'll start to notice that your thoughts are just like a, a stream of all the experiences you had put together and projected back. And that could be coming from your trauma, your good experiences, maybe your past life stuff, but you can begin to realize that like your thoughts aren't you, they're just streaming along. And then you can really begin to, to work on that. But I would say the biggest step is becoming aware first. And that, that, that is the basis of, of all religion, of all uh, gurus, monks. That's basically the secret of the universe is awareness. And, um, you know, Ramana Maharishi's like only um, teaching was to watch the eye, watch those thoughts. And that's, that's, that's basically, that's all you have to do. You don't have to watch these videos. You don't have to read these books. I mean, it helps in the beginning. But you will realize that you have a vast amount of information and intelligence inside you. And tapping into that is as easy as watching your thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Back and yeah, and when you when you tap into to your thoughts, you're tapping in or when you're tapping into that energy to like look at your thoughts, you're tapping into the God energy. And that's so I think that's so important for just it's improving your circumstances in general is becoming attuned to that frequency and that energy mm -hmm. there you go all right man well as we wrap up here i i think you did this on the um group podcast but i'm going to ask you again what is one message that you're going to share with people pretend everyone is listening what are you going to share with us um Drop your phone, drop, drop everything, go right now, sit in a chair and watch your thoughts for an hour, set a timer for one hour, get rid of your, get rid of your programming, watch your programming, watch your suffering, watch it all happening as, and realize who you are. Nobody, people are lost. They don't know who they actually are. And um, yeah, you can do uh, 10 grams of mushrooms and figure that out pretty quickly. But if you if you if you really want to figure this shit out, go sit with your thoughts. There you go. That's such a good one, man. Um, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really love having our, having you on, dude. We always have some good conversations. Um, and I'll plug your social medias in the bio. But uh, everyone, if you got this far, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation, and hope you have a good rest of your day. Peace, everybody. Peace.